Last time on Das Funk. I had a very good friend who was willing to allow me to use their body. I took them up on that offer pretty readily. I didn't really stop to think about it or to ask too many questions. I gladly appreciated an offer that most of my kind will never be afforded. That for those keeping track at home, we now have three ongoing subplots. One is uh, Philippa's quest to find the artifact, which is stolen from the Frost Giants. We have the secret of Grendel, which goes back to Master Voya and this other mysterious person, Laszlo, and I guess Ruth, although she can't talk about it. And now we have a third, which is figure out how to free Basil from the from the monolith so they can be their own person. I, I hope I hope you're ready for this to become the dominant subplot just so that when Neelith gets killed off in a freak boss fight or something, I'm going to play as Basil the rest of the season. Unicorn gonna... player character revival, yes! Also, yeah, Austin, start thinking of like a way to get Basil out should we need it, because I won't play Basil if Neelith dies. Do you trust somebody like me being in the Moist Watch, Pastor Very? Potter tried to interrogate you, and then Gigi also tried to continue the investigation. And, uh, I mean, that wasn't for nothing. I, I did see you leaving the village with Master Voya, and you lied to everyone and said you hadn't seen her leave the night she disappeared but I would be giving up my studies if I decided that ultimately I would stay if your destiny is elsewhere it's like it's not on you to fix our shit you know it just matters a lot to me that a place exists in the world where people can believe in peace and safety and community oh my god oh shit holy shit I have to play the foot centipede, oh my god. I really was Oh no! Gosh, I, I, listen, okay, I love how many times you've pulled the try that while being trans, Sophie, and I appreciate I'm, It's it. not my sketch, it's not my fault we're the most interesting people on the planet of Earth. <laughs> try getting high while trans and meeting the lesball off in space, that's a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> the lesball, do you mean the moon? No, uh, well, well there's, there's the moon and there's the lesbian ball of energy that exists off in the far reaches of space, you see. Mm, <laughs> incredible she's not wrong <laughs> wait so everybody's experienced the lesball but me i thought that it was gonna be the same as the joint but i took two long rips and i discovered the mom dimension it's uh, <laughs> it was wild also austin I, I'm, I'm glad that you are appreciating the fact that i mute the mic to coke sniffle <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave this in, Laura. No so don't get arrested by the podcast cops. I'm gonna need an honest answer, answer right now. Are people doing cocaine right now? Is there cocaine no. happening? Okay. Well, 
Mario, are you a narc? Cocaine and dragons? Like, what's going on? Not not our current cast. Okay. Uh, You've ruined my antagonist for next season. Cocaine dragon. The dragon who does cocaine. (laughs) Oh, no. Are you sure that's an antagonist? Anyways, uh, I'm just here with He really wants to open a restaurant and he will not be stopped. I can't believe you're spoiling my character for next season. He went to business school. So. I'm just here enjoy. I'm just here enjoying my Topo Chico, and you know, I know that no, nothing dramatic, significant, or consequential happened last episode. So this is just gonna be a laid back, simple session, right? <laughs> right? Hey, hey, how 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 do you think Neela runs that restaurant all by herself, huh? Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've I've known enough restaurant workers to know no one does it sober. <laughs> Fan art of Neelith as um, Scarface. I am. I am. Yeah, every every restaurant worker thinks they're Scarface, but really you're just like crying in the walk-in freezer, just doing the like the last resin you have to your name. Fan art of Neelith crying in the walk-in freezer, <laughs> holding a frying pan and saying, "Say hello to my little friend." Oh no! And now, now, now Neelith being the exchange has a whole new meaning to it. Oh no! Oh my god. Oh no. This whole, so, th- uh, whole premonitions. <laughs> so yeah, all of us are definitely still player characters in this in this game. Yep. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. If it isn't the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> <laughs> it seems unfair. <laughs> Last we left this adventure, uh, the sortition took place. Fucking Philippa is the new governor. I think we just jump right back into that scene. So, I mean, over the week, Sophie and I have been batting around some ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I we we're just we're gonna play it through. We have stuff prepared for eventualities, but we're not gonna prescribe any specific outcomes here. Let's just play to find out what happens. So, the name comes out. Uh, there's a hush that falls over the room. You're all still in the governor's lodge. Uh, you know, gathered around. Uh, the box, everyone's like, has a snack in hand. Uh, and after the initial shock wears off, I think Hale, little dragonborn goblin, is the first to speak up. And he says, Now, I don't want to make this weird or nothing, but Philippa did just come back to town like a couple of weeks ago, and now she's in charge. I don't know if that sits right with me. What do, you, what do y'all think about that? I think that if you didn't want to let Philippa take part in the sortition, the time to bring that up was probably about two minutes ago. Yeah, but I didn't think she would win. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. If you had enough of a problem that you didn't want her to win, you should have probably not let her take place. If you let her take place, she's part of the sortition. She's in. Philippa is in an utter state of shock, slightly rocking. Also, side side note, um, when the name was first drawn, uh, Neelith's first response will be to look over to our resident flump and see if they are panicking or seem relieved. (laughs) Oh, that's a good question. I think Ruth probably just slips out and leaves. Okay, so there's, I can't intuit. Was Philippa secretly the villain we were supposed to keep out of power all along? <laughs> a really elaborate conspiracy involving me, Austin, and uh, and Roll20. Yeah. Was Philippa <laughs> secretly a centipede with a foot fetish in a owl no. suit? <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> oh my god, look, someone just arrived in town! 
It's a centipede. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. We did discuss uh, off camera. I mean, when, we did actually didn't go into it as deep as you might think, audience, but we did bat around having a new character show up. But I think we're just going to try to live with this, this story that's unfolding as if, you know, we're living through it. I, so I pitched, that's tabletop. I, I went into it deep. I pitched a whole ass character and Austin cruelly shut me down. <laughs> I, I will point out, if I'm not mistaken, like, Philippa was ever an official member of the Moist Watch. They, they were... Uh, so it's not like the voice watch is consolidating power it's just you know philippa is <laughs> oh, consolidating power after being the trusted uh liaison for gigi Look, so all, all it is is that someone who was briefly a not a cop who is a friend of the not a cops is now in a position of governmental power to oversee how the not a cops operate <laughs> listen if, if if anything if anything philippa is probably one of the more qualified ones due to their uh, extensive understanding of other systems of ruling that have been uh, witnessed through uh, her studies and travels. So who knows? This might be interesting. Um, but Aze, during all this, has been fairly just silent and just observing the room um, as he uh, as he just takes in just the reactions to Philippa's name being drawn. He then also just looks at Philippa to kind of gauge her reaction other than just shock. Now, she's doing that thing where you mount the camera on the actor facing them. It's like the drunk cam. <laughs> the, the guy Richie uses uh -huh. a lot of his films. Uh -huh. um, I, I think you see two people who are uh, congratulate you first are definitely uh, Potter and Gigi, which are the people you've established that you have a pre-existing friendship with the most. Also, coincidentally the last two governors um and i think hale's like y'all i don't know about these optics <laughs> i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying y'all y'all see this right anyway um philippa I, I guess after a minute philippa like shakes herself to like you know to attention a little bit and um goes um well then um i i guess thank you all for coming um I'm sure there there is a lot of work to do, and um, I feel very very honored. Philippa, I haven't known you long, but you seemed like the most confident and able to think important things through person here when we were all having a big fight a minute ago. And I did. Yeah, I, you. I mean, I did. Yes, you did. You did, and. You had intelligent thoughts that I think are really going to help our community, and I, I, I have your back in 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 this. Thank, thank you. I suppose I I will need to think of someone else to be on the moist team in my stead. Hmm. Can can. Is there anything in the local town bylaws that says that the governor can't be part of the moist watch as well? Once moist, always moist. Gigi, where uh, have you filed um, the, the laws? I need to see them. I am the governor. <laughs> Indubitably. I shall show you my filing system. I re... Uh... Well, not to brag, but I did kind of Dewey Decimal it up in here. So let me, I got a custom. I'll show you. It's fine. Color coding and alphabetical. It's very nice. If you're the governor, can you by not bend the laws to your will? 
Amari <laughs> getting into the heart of the politics. Yes. This, this is ideally not something I would do. If there are no established laws for certain things, you could change it to your will. <laughs> Season eight. Is there a, an ethical alternative policing? <laughs> Players. What if the legislature and the police were the same? Ooh. Who moists the moist watch? <laughs> Who moistens the watch? What? Who moistens the moist watch? <laughs> so uh, I'd like to know what, um, yeah, like how much Gigi did legislate around the moist watch. Uh, yeah, so I think this is less of a trying to find loopholes in legalese than it is a, a decision that we, we're making as characters about the story we want to tell. Um, I think that there's definitely things to be explored if you're like, oh, I'm in charge and also I have the authority to use lethal violence. I think that's a statement we can make oh, uh, oh, and explore or we can be like, no, that's a conflict of interest. Philippa Duterte, Jesus Christ. Uh I, I think I think from Neelith's perspective that is something that she might jokingly suggest, but that that she realizes in practice not a good idea. No way, no how. We definitely shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it won't stop her being like, but maybe the new friend come back. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh. So how does this? Hmm. Yeah. All all week I've been thinking. I don't know how to prepare for this session. I don't have like combat prepared uh, i don't know what you're all gonna say or do uh it's all just out there i, was, I thought hell was gonna be like you know what screw this i say we gotta do this by trial by combat <laughs> 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 hey drip you're on my side aren't you and the drip just crashes through the window oh my god so Ozzy earlier asked for uh, responses from all the NPCs. I think I'm just looking at the list now. Potter congratulates you. Hale says this is really bad optics that you just showed <laughs> back up and immediately assumed the mantle. I don't know about this. I think uh, Venta uh, offers to do your style for the the uh, inauguration party. Um, Cute. Pastor Very offers uh, spiritual guidance. Uh, Governor Gigi. Actually, Professor Gigi now, no longer governor, so we're going to have to get the name plates Oh switched. god, I'm going to have to remember that their name is Gigi, because I've just been calling them governor all season. <laughs> uh, Gigi also congratulates you genuinely. I think Shoko hands you a big stack of papers and is like, I have some ideas for some legislation! I think we should maybe convert more of the village to dump. I'm thinking 30 or 40 percent. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask at first glance what it appeared to be, but she just said, that's mm, that's a plan. Yeah. Uh, Ruth leaves. Uh, I think Sun Moon Stars uh, is just watching slime suggest violence. <laughs> uh, let's see. The last two, Farmer Applewhite. I think she's just watching. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you know, she doesn't betray any uh, outward emotions or uh, anything you can pick up. Um, and I think Marina as well is just kind of like watching with with no particular outward reaction. Mm. <sighs> okay. Like Aze will approach Philippa and just and we'll, we'll Mark's like well despite some grumblings you are among those that have been around Grendel for a fairly long period of time at least since your youth here so I have a feeling that you might have a sense of what is best for us to do for this winter, at the very least. Thank you, friend. That, that's very nice of you to say. 
uh, have you thought about uh, what your first edict is going to be? I have a suggestion. Declare the first annual Hot Girl Winter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marina, would this by any chance be a, a, an opportunity for people to um, parade around town showing off um, fashionable capes? Um, <laughs> so that they can take part in hot girl winter, but also be warm enough to go out in the winter? Well, I mean, you gotta make a statement. If it's gonna be a hot girl winter, we're all gonna need <laughs> new wardrobes. <laughs> um, I thank you for suggesting this edict. I will have a, a, a think about this. <laughs> so, Sun Moon Stars turns to you, Slime, and says, What? <laughs> What do you want to make her do first? <laughs> it's not ethical. <laughs> Again, I cannot network the entire town to have a multi, multiple three ways and orgies with us. It's not ethical. <laughs> you have to ask them first, then I'll network into their brains. I didn't mean it in the orgy way. I just meant she's your friend now, so you can ask for stuff. Oh, oh, <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> I always go straight for t- dominating brains. This is where I go wrong. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cripes. Uh, uh, crab apples. <laughs> Um, if Neelith can get a chance uh, and spot a moment where Philippa is not busy talking to anyone else, she's going to float on over and uh, say, forgive me if this is forward of me. I hope you are doing okay. I can only speak for myself, but I'm going to be honest, when your name came out of the sortition and not mine, I was relieved in that I I put myself in there because it seemed like something bad needed to be stopped, not because I felt I was up to the task of being governor and I realised in the moment the drawing was happening I did not want it to be me. And I don't know if that's what you're going through or if it's going through something else, but I have weird, complicated feelings that came out of being in that sortition, and if you're having any that you want to chat about, I'm here, and I apologize if I've misread this at all. I think a, a a cafe extension could be really cool, but you would need extensive planning permission. Let's go over to your restaurant and look at where the foundations would need to be laid right now. Oh yes, I will show you the blueprints I've been drawing up. Perfect. The first thing that we and uh, should be walking uh, out uh, here where we are away. Yeah, away. <laughs> the third, the first thing that you would need, uh, if you wanted to extend into outdoor seating, um, obviously it's very cold winter. Lots of people would likely die if you don't um, make it warm. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. I'll make sure to install magical heat lamps or something. This is why you need to consult with the local uh, council. Otherwise, you just, you know, cut corners and then people get in trouble. I should say, 
During this arc, there's not enough moisture in the air for it to be snowing particularly heavy, heavily, but it is very cold. It yeah. is uh, this is like the coldest yeah. part of the winter. I think the the kind of the weather gimmick of this this arc we have just entered is it is reaching negative forty degrees Celsius. Oh fuck! Okay, Jesus Christ. Neelis is wearing a very big coat. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait! How how much is negative forty Celsius Celsius in Fahrenheit? It's honestly not that far away. I looked it up. It was like negative 43 Fahrenheit or something. No, I don't know no, how the no, math no, works. The, 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 no, the joke is that negative 40 is the only temperature where it's the same in Fahrenheit and Celsius. I thought oh, you knew this. Uh, I thought you knew this. I know. It was very close. Yeah, I'm saying it was, I did look it up and it was very close. It's the same. <laughs> it is identical. Yes. It's the same. So, so uh, I take it the two are walking out of the governor's uh uh, office to head towards, um, or wherever this was the sortition at the governor's office. That's yes. what I wasn't entirely sure. Yes, we're in the governor's office. So, uh, I take it you two are starting to leave to head over to the wind and dine flare. Yes. Um, if Ozzy starts moving to follow along, does, is there any indication from the pair that they don't want Ozzy to follow? Neelith will, if required, um, uh, smoke bomb, smoke bomb. <laughs> I mean, I I, I think if if needed, Neelith will just give a sort of as subtle a shooing away motion as possible. Just a mm, no 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 no. Mario Kart banana, Caltrops. Like Ozzy will see that the gesture and the, the vibe out. would be fine for, from Philippa to follow for Ozzy to follow if he had started following. Uh, to be clear, okay. Neelith was unsure, and as such, is playing mm. safe. All right, all right. So, if the is is the, is the body language indicating that they'd be okay with Ozzy following along? Yeah. Okay. Ozzy will follow. Um, arms crossed to keep his try to keep himself as warm as possible because you know his. His arms, his arms are bare. You probably need to get in on the ruse, though, to explain why you're going away from the crowd with them. <sighs> well, I mean, Aze is <clears throat> hmm, on the ruse here. Ozzy's not going to be good at getting on the ruse here. If you're going, if you're talking about zoning, uh, just talk, just keep citing Euclid. That's the landmark zoning case <laughs> in land use law. So just you say, would well, know that, you lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a, a class in the SCP, and I've never understood why they use that word in the SCP Foundation. Euclid? Yeah. Like oh, okay. So non-Euclid. Euclid. Yeah, Euclid. That's that's actually not related. It's very funny though. It's because there's a uh, in geometry. Uh, Euclid is a person who did a lot of foundational work in geometry, and so uh, like in in Lovecraftian and cosmic horror stuff, non-Euclidean is referring to geometry, which doesn't make logical sense. So a lot of yeah. uh, horror stories will say like, "Oh, it has non-Euclidean angles" to say how weird it is. Not related to the city of Euclid, which is what the lawsuit is named after. <laughs> A lot of horror stories by hack Philip Lovecraft. Ah, I was like, maybe there's something they don't, there's something they know that we don't. <laughs> like- you, if I'm not mistaken, Euclid SCP objects are ones that you can't predict their behavior because they're either sentient or they act in ways that are outside of science. So that's kind of why it's like sort of weird because like non-Euclidean in that sense is like non-predictable is what Euclid would mean, I believe, in SCP circles. Ah. 
Thank you. Sorry, that was. I just. No, no, it's 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 fine. Uh, so. Oh, oh. So how yeah, is like, Philip mm. doing? So so <laughs> so so like Aze will if Aze has to make a cover for why he's following. He will. I I have Aze could simply say. If you must change the structure of your establishment, you must make sure that the arrangement of all pieces maintain proper benefic energies throughout the space in order uh. for patrons to feel at ease. I... Ah, yes, that's very sensible and has a lot to do with real things that exist. Mm. Um, so, um, <laughs> I, yeah, once they're all out of earshot, um, Philippa would go... Um, yeah, so I'm kind of um, freaking out, I guess is the way you say. <laughs> it's cool, um, but it's not cool. What do I do? Um, I'm just going to ask, did I... I'm, I'm guessing I, I read right, you don't want to do this. No, that's... I don't know if I want to do this. This is the problem. Okay, okay, let's, let's, let's talk it through, let's talk it through. It's a really, really big deal, but it's also, um, I don't know, there was a reason that I put my name in. What, mm -hmm. what, what was it? If it's okay to ask. Just quit. <laughs> <laughs> slime comes up through the floorboards of the wine and dine player. <laughs> just quit. <laughs> well, 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 slime's just like laying underneath the floorboards the whole time. They didn't yeah. even give it rationale, they're just there. That's in character. Um, well, I was telling Potter, it's, this place is a, a small town of misfits, like Ruth said. When Ruth said that, it really resonated with me. I hope she wasn't controlling my mind. I, hmm. no, I, look, I, I agree. It's, I, I think that was sincere. It matters a lot to me that this place is the way that I would like the world to be. And I want there to be justice here. I want there to be good governance. And I want there to be people who are, are happy with the way that the town is run. It matters to me that there is a, a place in this world where that is true. I genuinely believe that you have a really good insight into how to help this place and to do so in a way that isn't slamming down an iron fist and punishment for punishment's sake. And I know I've really not known you that long, but I there's something about you I trust. That That means a lot. Thank you for saying that. If your worry here is that you might not do a good job if that's what you're worried about. Not only do I trust you to do a good job, but look, worst comes to worst and you don't, you're not going to be alone. You've got friends here. I am lucky to have a friend like you. I'm lucky to have a friend like you. Can you imagine if Chris was here and he would immediately bust it into you? You never had a friend like me. <laughs> are you going to morph into the new Chris, are you, Austin? Is that where we're going? If only I could be so lucky. Aze <laughs> uh, will, will chime in and say, well, first of all, I think that, I think that despite Hale's rejection, I think that there is a pretty significant number of individuals in this community that 
have a degree of trust in you, Philippa. And as long as that trust is honored, I don't think you can do poorly. How, but how do I honor the trust of the citizens? This is part of what is freaking me out. If there's one thing I could say to try and reassure you, I think it might be this. I can't speak for everyone here, but I would rather have someone who is nervous about the responsibility and the consequences of leading, taking charge here, than someone who confidently thinks that they can solve every problem by themselves and will never come up against a problem. There there was an ancient Emeskar philosopher who believed that only the most reluctant to lead should be in charge. But also he project he suggested a lot of eugenics. You do you you know this? Yeah, <laughs> was that didn't know that that's that's bad. Um yeah. Well So I, I was not always so keen on his suggestions, but maybe this one is right. But not the eugenics. Just just quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that DeShare Zone meme. If it sucks, hit the bricks. <laughs> don't worry. Anyone quotable always has a. But don't. don't they were also this, though. So don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am going to get down to work now. And I am going to, as a first step, find my replacement for the Moist Watch. And even if it is a mistake, I will have confidence in Grendel that it is stronger than any mistake I can make. Hell yeah. And Philippa rushes off to her her new office, I guess, to go and make a mistake. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so I think we're going to have the inauguration of Philippa leading up to her first big uh, decision. Uh, but before that, I think we need a decorating montage because <laughs> Governor Gigi, now Professor Gigi, is moving back into the schoolhouse mm. and Philippa is moving into the governor's lodge. So can we get a, a, a fun times montage of decorating and us uh, switching up the vibes of these two spaces? Everybody can get involved. Well, they're literally, they're like literally swapping houses, right? So they, there should be at least one like visual of them carrying boxes and then they they both look at their boxes like her and Gigi and they look at their boxes and they're like ha, 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 and they swap boxes because they realize they had each other's stuff <laughs> oh gosh there's just so many like, question is all right I, I what what campy song are you gonna be playing for the montage here okay you know mm. Mm. Well, while while that's up in the air, uh, Neelith is going to find an old um, frying pan that is long since out of use and fill it with paint and use it like one of those paint trays so that the paint roller can be used (laughs) to reapply the new coat of paint to the office. Yeah, use a basting brush uh, to paint with. (laughs) Paint with a spatula. Um, And Philippa has uh, the the wall behind her... uh, her uh, governor's chair repainted into a mural of like a a a, a blue sky with like a, a beautiful sunset with like the clouds lit up all pink by the sunset. It's just very pleasing to look at. Do you keep Gigi's hanging there poster <laughs> with a little cat? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Does Gigi leave it for her? Because they feel like he, they would as a as like a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like next time they come by, it's just like rolled off and it's in a corner. <laughs> oh no! Oh, so you just showed back up in town, so you actually don't have that much uh, the many personal possessions. Uh, exactly. Is it sparse, yeah. or is it like everyone ships in and brings you stuff? I imagine Marina would bring like new curtains and stuff, or like to want to spice it up. Uh, Potter would probably bring. I think it would be leaning on that a lot. Potter yeah. bring you know furniture from the bar that he has, you know, just like, some stuff like that. Just Neelith will bring a spare uh, "We're open" sign that you can have either turned on or turned <laughs> off outside the the governor door. <laughs> cute, very cute. Uh, Aze at one point when uh, will bring a selection of star maps from the Grendel Cosmology Center for you to choose one to have as like a little desk ornament. It's like, you know, various little trinkets. You could you could choose whatever little star map you want for the space. I think uh yeah, I I, re- I really like that. Um that would definitely hang near to the to to the desk. Um I think that uh the sortition box um rather than being locked away in a in a in a drawer to be kept hidden. Um goes up on a on a shelf in a sort of place of esteem um because it's like this is the the system that the town uses to choose their their governor so it's kind of like there it is you know um but like philippa would put up a a a bigger box very similar next to it and this is a suggestions box Mm -hmm. for you know edicts that citizens would like to see Mm-hmm. You might have to institute a limit because Shoko immediately comes by <laughs> and just fills it to the brim at the moment it's open. Then, then the next bit of the montage would be Philip putting up a sign above it that says "One per citizen per day." <laughs> <laughs> the, the Shoko co- shows up wearing a different mustache each time. <laughs> Shoko, Moko, Bloko, you know. The next bit is the next bit is Philip taking down that sign and putting up another one that's the same sign, but it has in brackets underneath, like, <laughs> I know how many citizens there are in town. <laughs> yeah. And some some of Shoko's are like totally normal. She's like, Can I raise the fence around the pro- around the property? Can I put some spikes on it? Uh, and then it's just like one that just says bananas question <laughs> mark. <laughs> yep. That's about right. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Philippa's flower uh, flower staff is something that could be kind of cute in the in in the governor's office. Um, because she's not like out kicking ass now, so uh, I think that maybe she has a little pen made where Nobi can be. Um, and it's got dirt in it indoors, and then she puts the staff there. And little flowers sprout up around it, which is what the staff does. Oh and so it's my like God. a little a little flower patch indoors. Oh, I really like that. <laughs> um, if we have, if we completed the move in montage, uh, I think we can start preparing for the inauguration. I assume Neelith. Oh, I always assume Neelith caters at all Grendel events. Oh, ne- Neelith caters <laughs> at all Grendel events, whether requested or not. Or- and occasionally, Whether even if actively not. told not to, neither is like, "Hey, I heard you were having a get together." It's like, "Yeah, only for only for the four of us." Well, you've got food now. Enjoy. Away I go. You wouldn't deny me if I gave you food, right? 
no, no, no. Neelith doesn't. Neelith doesn't try and invite herself in. She shows up, hand uh, drops food off, and leaves. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> uh. Uh, this this particular event has celebratory quiches. Oh no! Aww. Is there is there a pun involved with the quiches, or are they just regular celebratory quiches? No, not everything's a pun this time. It's just quiche. Oh, okay. just, just this time. This time it's just quiche. Wait, hold on, Sophie. Don't let that get lost. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> quiche to the city. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the pun. <laughs> All right. I want to say, um, for my part, everybody shows up except for Ruth, who does oh. not. Hmm. Interesting. Very rude. Then, very Ruth. Oh. <laughs> Then, uh, as as um, everyone's showing up, even though she's the um, person of the hour, uh, Philippa would actually go over to Ruth's. All right, yeah. So the scene is everybody's mingling, eating the quiche to the city. Uh, hey, Byron. hey, it's mm-hmm. it's cerebral cortex, <laughs> cerebral cortex, cerebral cortex. There you go. Fine, have it. <laughs> Mm, texturally just like brains. When I suggested quiche, I had this pun in mind and I was like, I don't know if I can make my mouth say it. <laughs> I don't know if I have the coordination to do this one. But fine, there's the quiche pun. I, I liked it better that it was just like, all right, you pigs, this is what you want? Take the slop. <laughs> I, bet you, I, I bet you're not even grateful for it. You don't deserve... You don't deserve Philippa. You don't deserve these quiches. <laughs> Everyone's enjoying themselves, eating the quiches, checking out Nobi's pen. Uh, Philippa slips out to go visit Ruth in her Carmack. Um, I think you, as you approach, uh, you can smell like the the incense or you know the various th- stuff that's burning in there to give chill vibes as you approach. Um. Hey, hey, Ruth. The 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 big party is about to happen. Yeah, you you get no response. If you peek your head in, like through the the flap, you see uh, Ruth is just kind of like vegged out. <laughs> she's like hanging half off the bed. She's just a big sprawling jellyfish person, and she's just like upside down, hanging off her bed uh, in, a, in a, a light haze of of smoke in her place. As <laughs> she is just you know, she's vibing. Uh, vibing in a good way. Well, vi- okay, vibe check. Do I need to roll for vibe check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there actually is a vibe check roll. It's called insight. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, I have a plus seven on insight conveniently. So I rolled a nine. <laughs> yeah, nine with a below average. I I don't think you get an accurate read on the situation. This place has a lot of smoke in it. It smells very strongly of uh, you know the stuff she burns in here. A lot of stuff in here is magical, and she seems like half conscious so it's concerning and uh mm-hmm. you don't really get much more than that hey hey ruth are you okay maybe uh, she goes over to her. like half of that is her voice out loud and half of that gosh. is just psionic projection into your mind oh my gosh <laughs> oh hey ah oh, buddy um can you um oh jeez um ruth Ruth, are you uh, are you lucid? Can you can you talk? I don't want to talk. What's going on? Why are why are you are are you smoking? It is is therapeutic. 
It's all natural from the earth. <laughs> Yo, I hear you, sister. That's okay. And Philippa would light her pipe up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, you could definitely smoke your pipe. I, you, you eventually get enough sense of what's going on. She's not, she's, she's not smoking out her house with like narcotics or anything. It's, it is all just like uh, therapeutic, you know, therapy, uh, okay. incense and uh, potpourri and whatnot. It's, it's like okay. you, you don't smell carbon monoxide. She's not. She doesn't leave. A, she doesn't have a car oh. running in the in the uh-huh. Carmack. Dead. Jesus, sketch. What wow. the fuck, dude? What? No. Um, <laughs> I just I, the joke was that. You, I thought you thought she was smoking weed and actually she's just <laughs> trying to vibe. Um, yeah. What's the difference between smoking weed and trying to vibe? <laughs> right. What? Core ingredient. <laughs> Ruth isn't cool enough to smoke weed is what I'm saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Um, There's no qualifying factors to the right. use of... My, my counterpoint to that is Philippa offers Ruth the pipe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this the devil's lettuce? Um, different places, they call it different things. The Frost Giants call it jazz cabbage. <laughs> jazz cabbage? Jazz cabbage. Jazz cabbage. <laughs> Actually, I met a devil once and they didn't call it cabbage. They just called it weed. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Yeah, that's my impression too. Uh, are you okay? You seem like things are troubling you. Well... Uh, everything is ruined, and you are probably going to die. (laughs) Well, I am late for my inauguration speech, because I noticed that you were not there. And now I notice that you are not doing so well, and I think the only thing we can do is to talk about it. So why don't you talk about it with me? Psychiatrist, governor, confidentiality. This is a who therapies the therapist situation. Yeah, maybe maybe that is what we have here. If uh, Venta needs a haircut, maybe I will do this for him. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> but what if we have we need a clown? Who we must send Pagliacci. <laughs> if we need a clown, we always have Gigi. Am I right? Oh no, Gigi was Pagliacci all along. <laughs> God is ass. <laughs> like somewhere, Gigi like just, like is at the party. Like a single tear rolls down his cheek for some reason. <laughs> he doesn't know why. Well, I Philippa knows that Ruth does not think highly of Gigi's intelligence and um, is trying to just like raise a smile or the jellyfish equivalent. Uh huh. Physician, heal thyself with good vibes. <laughs> uh, I think Ruth like slides off the bed and f- flops onto the ground, <laughs> not like in a da- uh, dangerous way, just kind of in a, in a pile. <laughs> I think you should come to the party because the most healing thing is community and friends, and you have plenty. But I I want to listen to Evanescence in the dark. <laughs> yes. Sometimes we all want to listen to Evanescence in the dark, but sometimes we are part of a community and we have been voted governor and it is really <laughs> fucking scary and we have to get on with it. And we can't really tolerate people having an emo crisis. Try, just try to find uh, lines from Bring Me to Life that we you should be quoting during the scene here, you know? Nice, nice. 
Do you know the male vocals in that song were insisted upon by the record oh, label? Oh, yeah, <laughs> indeed. They're not meant to be because there. Because it's too feminine. Yeah. Mm. Um, <sighs> you, you can go hear a version of that album without any of the shouty rap men on it, and it's wonderful. <laughs> it's a wonderful <laughs> album. <laughs> Hell yeah, the Evanescence Enjoyers have logged on. <laughs> that was a um, whole thing back then. It was like you'd have a nice, pretty song voice and someone just go, like, Every Dude. time that man shouts, wake me up, I want to tell him to fuck off. He's not welcome here. I'm going to be honest. I like the wake me up. It brings well, see, it together. The it's the, uh, I, 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 I don't dislike it musically. I dislike it because fuck off. No, let women do things. <laughs> You shouted over a woman, so therefore, fuck off. <laughs> Crucial um, distinction. But yeah, I think Ruth just says, I am sorry that I am like this right now, but this is how it is sometimes. It's not dynamic or interesting to be depressed. It's just you're a pile on the ground, upside down, tentacles in the air. <laughs> um... I'm sorry, that was rude of me. I'm, I'm just under a lot of stress right now. I, I think about that a lot, of how hard it is to, to portray like some mental illnesses in fiction because it's yeah. not super interesting for someone to like lay in bed for three months and like eat ju- junk food and watch TV. Like, there's just nothing yeah, agreed. visually interesting about that. <laughs> so this is my biggest revision with like um, playing Vampire the Masquerade or uh, or with Sanity and Call of Cthulhu. It's like. Oh no! I saw Yogg-Sagoth. I've I've got ang- social anxiety now. <laughs> like it's not. I, I, feel, I feel like it's yeah. maybe easier to do with an NPC, where you can just be like, "Here is a bit of plot." Anyway, we move on. Whereas with a player character, you run the risk of, "Oops, I've accidentally portrayed them as not engaging," which means I'm just not playing the the the, the game. I'm not doing the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Hmm. So I guess the question is, do you uh, do you want to roll to try to convince Ruth to come to the inauguration? Uh, we can definitely do that. And I rolled a 14. I think that's enough where she says, uh, okay, I will go and I will eat too many quiches until I feel <laughs> ill and then I will leave. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan, friend. Can you carry me? <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing at the at the party? I guess. Um, <laughs> as soon as they do arrive at the party, um, Neelith is going to uh, if if she manages to clock that Ruth's not doing great, Neelith will do what she always does when someone in town is not doing well and get out the luxury dessert quiches. They're very they're very very rich. They're very very sort of uh, <laughs> sugary and heavy, and they're uh-huh. very good for if you're trying to drown feelings. <laughs> I, I I suspect that in the meantime, the only person that Aze is making a lot of small talk with is probably Hale, just, you know, talking about nerd shit or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> whatever it is that those two talk about. Has has Slime ever left the governor's office in the meantime? No, I'm standing <laughs> because... there just motionless. 
<laughs> yeah, staring I, I at realized the wall. suddenly that slime like didn't follow for the scene before, and then it, it, everything is now back at the governor's office. <laughs> the, the reason the reason why slime's not moving around is that the the slime molds, like the individual ones, are all having their own party with their own quiches. <laughs> yeah, and Whoa. so they're and they're just so busy that they're not really engaging externally. They're having a giant company party. Uh, That's very exciting for them. <laughs> um, okay. While while Philippa's gone, I think people are like getting anxious, waiting for you to show up to do your speech or do your edict. Uh, like, what do you all do in the in the mingling to like you know stretch out the time while you're waiting? I Aze would Aze uh, could try to do one of his patented, always uproarious, uh, just uh, constellate uh, like star readings for people. You know. That always brings the party whenever he goes out and just breaks out <laughs> the the deck of cards and other factors to talk about people's uh-huh. whether people's stars are in benefic or malefic and what that all means. It's just you know, as they should get into jazz cabbage, it would uh, improve this as a party trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you were talking to Hale. I think he definitely says like. Hey, y'all, come over and see this. Uh, Ozzy's going to tell us all about the Governor Star stuff, you know? Because, like, she's in charge now. What's her, what's her sign? <sighs> Philippa's sign. Let's see here. I think I remember. And, he, like, he sits down at... He sits down near the little patch of flowers and grass and has his uh, cards kind of showing uh, the different stars above and below. He sets them all out on the ground, the four above and below, moves his hands about and manipulates the cards a little bit here and there. Um, As he does so, certain cards get moved aside, uh, turned over, and it ends with the two remaining cards, which are the serpent and then a set of scales above it. And he will say, And behold, the assignment, the stars have are decreeing that the new governor, Philippa, is of the contract. Nobody tried to eat one of the cards. (laughs) Uh, Ozzy just tries to get the card back carefully from Nobi without tearing the card. Is this going to be animal handling to determine if he does? Absolutely. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh no all right let's 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 try this thing here oh that's a seven <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a seven all right but, the, but now the question is which card gets torn up here all right i got i got my uh is it is it the two that are a philippa the serpent and the scale are you thinking yeah because uh nobody's nobody's a mighty hunter so i think nobody mm. tries to kill the snake yeah mm-hmm. that make that tracks so mm-hmm. like yeah like like he holds up the uh the scales and then the serpent and holds them in a particular formation and then the serpent gets like snatched at and then ripped in half out of his hand mm-hmm. nobody just placidly chewing just just the <laughs> cutest thing you've ever seen <laughs> fiercely chewing he defeated the threat a long, a long beat before he offers the remainder of the serpent to Nobi, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he will say, uh, "At least I have backup decks back at the center." But yes, it appears that we have transitioned from 
we prior have transitioned from the era of the storyteller into the appraiser when Potter went to Gigi, and now we are transitioning from the appraiser to the contract. See, I'll say you're wonderful, but every time that you say something like, like this person is the contract and now they're going to be in charge of the town and presumably signing a lot of contracts, there's a little bit of me that wonders if you're making this up, because it's a little too perfect. (laughs) I'm sure it's real, (laughs) but it is very perfect. It appears to coincide well with the line of work Philippa does. Her, you could think of the social contract that she studies and understands from the other cultures that she has exposed herself to, and it just seems to line up. As I've said, this is the stars reveal much about who we are, and for you, Neilith, I mean, you even intuited your own sign quite elegantly without any suggestion from my part you are the exchange after all okay look at look at look at you knowing things that make sense you're 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 great Arze. i'm i'm being silly you're good please continue to like me <laughs> i think i think that philippa is like has uh really quietly joined the back of the crowd around around Arze, like because she's not a big presence at all. And, like, in response to Neelith, then she's, like, um, uh, interjects, like, you know, startling everyone because they didn't realize she was there. Uh, what would she say? Like, um, actually, a lot of people that think that astrology and the tarot are um, nonsensical, but it follows a strict set of rules. It's a lot like if you have played a uh, tabletop role-playing game. It's like this. It's very carefully designed to um, create narratives and uh, outcomes with seemingly vague but actually very purposeful statements. Aze will nod and start gathering with the cards, uh, checking each of them, and as he holds up the the leaf, uh, Nobi makes a move and snatches that out of his hand entirely as well. (laughs) And Aze will just <laughs> Ruth tries to sit down, falls out of a chair, and just goes, A mighty hunter! <laughs> um, Neelith floats over and starts just pushing um, luxury dessert quiches in, in their direction. Just, just shoves quiches in her mouth. <laughs> Philip would check in with Nobi uh, and be like, um, Hey, how are you doing? Are you ready for Mama's big speech? Oh, I'm so cute. (laughs) It took me a second to register you were talking to Nobi, and I thought this was like, I was like, who in town are you like, are you ready for Mama's big speech? My my relationship with Marina has advanced much more than you realize. Um... (laughs) You're going to do great. You're so much smarter than these fucking roofs. You're, you need to learn soon to talk about them politely, I think. I don't, I don't respect any of these chuckle fucks. <laughs> oh, God, I just thought Nobi was just for a scamp. Now Nobi's never going to get their, their, their constellation red. Jesus Christ. No. Well, Aze can't understand, right? So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I, I was going to have Aze cast speak with animals a moment ago, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> Don't try anything, bitch! <laughs> I know where you sleep! 
Aze never sleeps. He cries. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. True, that's canonical. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Philip would gesture to Ruth so that everyone can see and be like, Everyone is here now, the whole town. Yep. I think Venta, uh, who is a, a, basically a, a feathered uh, Deinonychus. I think I said Velociraptor before, but my understanding is that Velociraptors are like the size of a turkey, actually, and not huh. the size they are in Jurassic Park. That animal is a Deinonychus. But b- brilliant blue feathered uh, dinosaur looking bird person. Uh, also, <laughs> with a very obnoxious voice and just starts going, <laughs> Speech! 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 <laughs> Okay. Um, I should have thought ahead that that, that this episode would probably involve Philippa giving at least one speech. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's always how it is. I've been doing this for years and I still never have anything written prepared because I never know when you all are going to be like, all right, so we start the episode, I kill every single NPC and I walk out of town. (laughs) Fuck. Why did you reveal my plans for next session? Okay, God. Now I got to do something different, Austin. (laughs) Thanks. I think, you know, as you walk towards the the front of the lodge to give your speech, both uh, Potter and Gigi give you like a reassuring, you know, shoulder pat or nod. They both have been there and they yep. know, they're rooting for you. Yep. Oh, Christ. Woo! Um, yeah. I moved to this town when I was very, very small. My parents came from a culture that was very religious and very not accepting. And... Uh, since then, I have found Grendel to be a welcoming and wonderful place, so full of diversity, so full of love, and so full of uh, community. And it is community on which I intend to build my term as governor. I want to bring us together in a sense that will make us stronger in ways that will only improve our community as my first act as governor i have decided who will be taking my place as liaison to the moist watch i hereby appoint nobi and cat to the position of liaison to the moist watch thank you all for coming I, I hope you enjoy the quiches. And steps down from the <laughs> sp- the the spotlight, I guess. Yeah, when we when me and uh, Sophie talked about this, it was kind of a joke suggestion. I was thinking <laughs> of the ice climbers from Smash Brothers. Like, what if Cat and Nobi teamed up and were like one character with one character sheet? But then I remember that canine units exist. It's not <laughs> super weird for a combat trained animal to assist law enforcement. It is weird for them to be the liaison between the law enforcement and the local government. However. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but we did establish, and it was even an episode title, that Neelith can make talking tongue sandwiches so that they can communicate with everyone. Uh, yeah. But So we'll, we'll talk about that in just a second. I want to establish, though, as everyone immediately starts, like, you know, uh, gossiping isn't the right word because everyone's here. But you know what I'm saying? Everyone's like, what the fuck did you just say? Uh, Shoko, just, Shoko just smashes a bunch of plates with a hammer <laughs> just for no <laughs> discernible reason. <laughs> just, just like, I thought I would break the <laughs> uh, uh, 
Maze will blink a few times, but the, and then look at Nobi as they're still eating the leaf card. <laughs> Nobi seems utterly unfazed to meet, meet Maze's gaze. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Sophie gets to decide that now because you're going to be playing. No- you're going to be playing Nobi. Uh, you have. I mean, tell tell the people about the character sheet you've been working on. Yeah, I'm not um, nearly done yet, but um, I figured that Nobi and Cat together were, are going to form a barbarian. Um, and uh, while they're you know still two char- two separate characters, uh, oh god, with two voices that are just going to kill my throat. Um, I'm sorry. Um, uh, I figure that when they're in battle specifically, Nobi is going to get on Cat's uh, back and they'll fight as as, as one. <laughs> like huh. their own mini Voltron. So, role, role playing and communication with the party will be things. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the talking tongue sandwich has been established. You can give the, them, uh, you know, food and they'll be able to talk. To everyone, uh, specifically the way I, I was thinking about this is as a chef, you get uh, I think food equal to your proficiency, which can be used to give uh, temporary hit points. Yes. Uh, if we use two of those four uh, to let Nobi and Cat talk every arc, that feels fair. So you still have two, and I you also have the I am up for that. That yeah, you'll still have the short rest snacks as well, so everyone still gets additional healing that's unaffected by that. So you still have a lot of snack stuff yeah. going on, but I I am happy to commit some daily food to talking tongue sandwiches. <laughs> and in addition to the just the hilarious uh, mental image that I'm sorry, in to my future HBO uh, contacts when we have to plan this <laughs> series out, that you now have to figure out how to make that look good. <laughs> sheep on cat, sheep on lion. Uh, also, finally, <laughs> slime gets to have a conversation with cat. Which is something we haven't <gasps> been doing, and I want that dynamic. We did communicate non-verbally once by staring into each other's eyes for twenty minutes. Yeah, that's true. That was the breakthrough. <laughs> that was the breakthrough. Um, so I think the inauguration party eventually, because of Philippa, you gave your speech and kind of just stepped down to wa- and walked away, and everyone is like, "What? Uh, do we do we have a resolution here, or do we want to skip ahead to the 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 next day? Because uh, it's time for you to introduce the." The mystery, the the arc. Philippa would be trying to hide, but if like more things happen, if if people seek her out in the party, then obviously happy to play that out. So Philippa steps down from the speech. Uh, you know the 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 gossip ripples through the party, and then we just kind of smash cut to the next day when the moist watch assembles in Philippa's office, your new mm-hmm. governor's mm-hmm. office and, uh, waiting assignment. So cat and Nobi are there. Uh, <laughs> great. I don't know if you want to give them the sandwich right away. It's a lot of voice work for you, but, uh, the image I want to paint is that everyone has gone back to their homes, the villagers. And I think on, on, during this arc, when you're visiting the various villagers of Grendel, you can obviously ask how they feel about, what just happened, right? So we could have had ten scenes of each person responding uh, to your your edict, or we can have that work its way through the the next couple mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the important factors are: it is negative forty degrees outside, um, but but not particularly snowy or windy. It's just really brutal, and that might come up during the investigation. And also, and you, you'll be feel free to you know voice this through Philippa. But I guess the objective narrator information about this arc is that you came to Grendel uh, to keep the frost giants from violently invading the village to get their artifact back. Yep. And now that you have, you essentially now have uh, the power 
to to move this along. I think when we we uh, you know visualized this character, it was the idea was that like you were going to be a liaison to the moist watch and through the various arcs going forward, you would like just, you know, peek under rocks, ask around, see if you could dig up some information while other things are going on. You didn't mm-hmm. expect to be made governor. Now you have like this, this, uh, in essentially to make this happen. Um, yeah. and so I think that's the, that's the, the issue, right? Just, 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 just so you know, in this scene, Neelith is wearing a bunch of pairs of mittens. It's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. So another thing was I wasn't sure if Philippa was going to trust or who or if anyone Philippa was going to trust with the details of her mission. You know, when her introduction, she kept saying to people like, don't worry about it. I'll know it when I see it and didn't really elaborate because she didn't know who she could trust. Yeah. Theoretically, the, the item was stolen by someone in the village. So you don't know who's in on it. But then, you know, when Gigi was, uh, you know, being very aggressive and trying to bring the genius justice you pulled everyone aside and were like you know the the, go- the governor thinks Aze is a murderer like you just immediately were very trusting so i don't know if you want how how forthcoming you want to play it i will just say out you know as the narrator as the dm the item you're here for is called the akashic stone a k a s h i c um and it, it holds the collective knowledge of the skalds s k a l d s of the frost giants, basically the story storytellers, the poets. Uh, the word is more nuanced than a direct translation of poet, mm-hmm. but essentially, it's it is it holds all of the stories of their people, and it's like passed down from skald to skald, and they add to it, and it's it's very important, but also very magical. And it, it's 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 for a frost giant, like they can hold it in their hand for a per, it's, but it's you know they're twenty feet tall, so it's pretty big. It's a pretty big stone, kind of hard to to you know hide. But that's that's the mystery. Yeah, I think Philippa is is very open about all of this. So Philippa really would be like, um, "Okay, Moistwatch, how are we feeling this morning?" Um, tired. Yesterday was a lot. <laughs> yeah, feeling all right. Yeah. Do you have any questions before we begin the assignment? Ozzy looks at Nobi for a long moment before he looks back to Philippa. Nobi looks back straight in his eyes. <laughs> and Ozzy looks back to Philippa. No questions at this time other than, did you sleep well? I slept pretty well, actually. Thank you for asking. I don't sleep. <laughs> oh my god, have you been here all night? Yes. Wow, I did not notice you standing there. Okay. That's okay, I stood in the shadows so I wouldn't bother you. <laughs> Um, I, I, I guess I should ask if we have Cat here as well, because, um... We gotta bring, we gotta bring the whole Moist Watch to meet Yeah, 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 I was just, because, because last time Cat was, uh, uh, just assigned to eternally killing Kaboom and Kablam. Um, <laughs> so I was just, check, I was just making sure we'd got, we officially got him <laughs> from there. My last contribution to Cat as a character before I hand him over to you is that he is chewing on a tentacle <laughs> that he ripped off <laughs> of one of them before making his way over here. Yeah, okay, perfect. Um, okay, well, if we are already here is what is going on. The first giants who I lived with for a time, they sent me here to find the a relic, a religious relic of their culture called the Akashic Stones. These... Sorry, could you tell me the physical description of them again? It's just fallen right out of my head. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I have a picture... Perfect. Of, 
of what I'm 100% picturing. Boop. I guess I'll, I'll leave this in for the audience. There's a Magic the Gathering card called Graven Lore, which shows a rock glowing with runes. It's literally that's what I'm picturing is that rock. Perfect. That's a big rock to hide in town. <laughs> it, yeah, it is surprising. Yeah. I'm just going to say for, for the, I guess, just to make it in set in stone, it is like the size of a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, like six feet tall. I, I defaulted to my, <laughs> I realize that's not how tall people are. I have Lady Dimitrescu <laughs> disease. <laughs> I think everyone's much taller than they are. Um, I, I was going to say, my main concern is that I don't know where we're going to get snow mana because there's no snow around here. So this is, this is a problem here. <laughs> Uh, I think that Philippa sh- like sh- shows basically the a sketch she did in her in her notebook or whatever, but it's it's the picture from the Magic the Gathering card to to get it across. And then um, she says, "These um these stones they are, are are magic runic stones that contain all the knowledge of skulls. I was a skald in." Uh, in the Frost Giant community, uh, they are storytellers. They have a very important role within the community. And these rocks contain all their knowledge. I don't know the best way to... Uh, what is an equivalent? Can you eat it? It's like... Well, if you were very big <laughs> and tough, you could. Um, This is going to end with slime eating it. I love this. <laughs> it is like if... The great uh, library of Toril was in one rock. It is like if a university, if it is like if the University of Goodfellows could be put into one rock and carried around. I- yes, delicious. Can I eat it? <laughs> I, in terms of the assignment, the 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 short answer is no. Um, in in terms of this rock, is it? Is it the kind of thing that someone would like have a purpose to steal and keep for themselves like it would be useful for them or is this the kind of thing someone would steal just to piss off the frost giants? <laughs> well, this is part of uh what I need to be investigated because it is very big. It is not an easily moved thing. But the frost giants believe that it has come to Grendel. I don't know why. I don't know if someone saw someone from Grendel taking it. Whoever did is able to move a boulder. This is uh, impressive. Who is the biggest, strongest person in town? They would either need to be extremely large and powerful or have some kind of magic transportation lifting device. Is it possible that someone other than those of the moist have used our Voltron? Agrigor. The Voltron. (laughs) Have used our Agrigor. So on screen, Governor Gigi used the Agrigor to subdue a good neighbor. I guess you you didn't see the fight on screen. You saw the them tangled together on screen, though the aftermath. That was also, in case anyone was curious, the mystery of why when you came upon Governor Gigi, he was all sweaty and tired mm. out and like panting, is because he he had to exert the mental effort to control the Agrigor to fight. I just figured he was like that. <laughs> so our Agrigor, created out of our love has been used for knowledge stealing? I can't. I don't think I... 
I've seen anything like that around, but obviously if it is in Grendel, it shouldn't take too long to search, well, every bit of the village to see if we can find it. But the trickier question is that if someone from Grendel took it, who did and for what reason? Neelith, I, I, things would be easier if um, not only I could speak with the liaison, but also if all of you could. Um, you have a thing, right? That can yeah, make yeah, yeah. This I, is possible. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've been cooking up like a big, big batch of them. I've got them in the freezer. I just defrost them every day. Um, and ah, wonderful. Neelith will produce a couple of of talkie sandwiches. Great. <laughs> um. <laughs> <sighs> so Nobi and Cat. Um, <laughs> Sophie just immediately jumps on Dice Funk, switches it to fucking hardcore mode. Just <laughs> perma death. <laughs> uh, so I mean, the, the, probably the first most important thing would be uh, mother. <laughs> Mother, I have waited so long to speak to you. Now that I've fed you the flesh of my body and have you associated with good feelings, have I sufficiently forced you to love me? (laughs) I did not need forcing, Mother. I always loved you. I was confused because you kept trying to eat me. Sometimes you try to eat the things that you love. You know, that does make sense. I'm glad we met. There's a reason why we get along so well. But I'm proud of you, Kat, for the never-ending killing that you've been committing. You've been doing a great job. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm your new boss. <laughs> Hi. I, I... Make nice with me if you want a promotion. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Am I? Who knows? I'm not sure how I feel about someone in the party having a higher voice than me. This is not okay. <laughs> uh, well, I have. Well, we have someone who might have a lower voice than I do, so I guess it balances <laughs> out. <sighs> yes, I have really just provided the moist watch with more range, <laughs> more sonic texture. <laughs> we, 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 we were. Uh, we listen. We know the people who only listen to subsonic and high and supersonic frequencies. You know, you know, and now they're being served. So fantastic! Uh, Great. <laughs> <laughs> we're expanding into new new markets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aze will then just sort of nod slightly and say, "At least we can communicate with our liaisons." But <sighs> given all of this. There's certainly a number of people we could talk to. I honestly think that Hale might know a little bit about items of endpoint. They might even know about this particular item. But before we deal with that quickly, Philippa, you wouldn't happen to know, like, a special way of tracking down these rocks that you haven't told us that would be really useful to know? Like, do, <laughs> do they emit, like... I don't know, the smell of warm pizza or something. This actually reminds me of an interesting story about the University of Goodfellows and a spell that I learned from them. Um, They, it was, uh, when I was first assigned to find the rocks by the Frost Giants, 
I used my documancy satchel to send them a letter saying, help, I need to find the, these rocks or my hometown will be destroyed. Do you know a special spell that will track them down faster? And they sent me back a, uh, a scroll and I opened it and actually I have it here and she unrolls it. Um, and it is called the spell of try harder and look yourself. <laughs> God damn it. I want Sophie to DM me. <laughs> and that was when I knew uh, that Grendel will be destroyed by first giants. <laughs> Fucking... Give me one more arc, I'll fucking learn locate item, but that's not gonna help me now. Uh let me double check something here. This is this is that is that something that Aze's I think it might be something that Aze spell list, but he did not prepare it today. He was because he was he was dumb. Is, is the rock a person or a creature? <laughs> <laughs> it contains the 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 stories and memories and culture of many people and creatures, but sadly no. How does one access this information? It's 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 like a plasma orb, but instead of like a little plasma beam reaching <laughs> your finger, it's all the knowledge on the inside. Um, it also yeah. might cause all of your hair or fur or whatever else to just stand on end <laughs> as you're being imbued with knowledge and stories. I'm, I'm trying to imagine Philippa with all her feathers standing on end. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. Adorable. It, it, um, it's, it's an encapsulation of all the dank memes, you know, just in one <laughs> object. Yeah, so Philippa would be like, well, Slime, slime, you're going to like this, but um, yeah, you, you touch it and it gives you knowledge. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, we must obtain this. It must be found. Slime's gonna bring sauce with her so she can eat For it. For justice. <laughs> justice or whatever. Yes. So, uh, justice or whatever, that's her motto. So Nobi's like, uh, uh, so where are we going first? There's one person I know that has several items of magical import in town. And that would be Hale. So we could start with him. And we get the knowledge out of his brain. We, we, we can do so, but we don't need to use coercion. I think just talking will work. What if we want to use coercion? <laughs> <sighs> we've, already, we've already set fire to his place of work once in this season. I... In, I am not interested in seeing further damage being caused to his property. I'll say this for the, the character sheet I've been preparing. It has a plus seven on intimidation. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, out, out of character, I will help you get that set up on beyond. So don't worry. Well, let's go there. All right. So the party is going to leave the governor's lodge and go to Hale's uh, library slash museum. Uh, we will be cutting back to Philip every once in a while because you you are invested in the village and there's a question about whether, you know, you're going to stick around throughout your term and try to make this better, whether you're going to go back to your studies. You know, you have a lot uh -huh. going on. So even if you're not doing D&D &D combat, uh, Philippa is still going to be very involved. So Well, thanks. <laughs> cool. He had stories and shit to tell. Yeah. Uh, so the Moist Watch goes to what is a really plain looking wooden cabin 
probably one of the least impressive structures in all of Grendel. Um, and if you open the door, it uh, just reveals a huge uh, library of hundreds of bookshelves stretching as far as the eye can see, uh, large vaulted ceiling, just like the Library of Congress is in this tiny shack. <laughs> so wow. you can just let yourself in. Motherfucker, we're here for trial by combat! <laughs> Come on, partner! Draw, bitch! <laughs> Put him the fuck up! I am the law! <laughs> violence is the answer. Are we doing violence? Mother, are we doing violence? <laughs> Mother, I crave violence! Yes, my child. Mother, I crave blood. See, I wasn't gonna put much stock in the sheep being able to win the fight, but now that I know, I know that this one's involved as well. Actually, I'm on team animals. <laughs> We only work as a team. The plus seven intimidation is purely Nobi. <laughs> We're dream team, bitch. Uh, uh, Aze will call out, uh, we don't need to engage in trial by combat, at least not indoors here. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see you see Hale do like a SWAT roll around the, uh, the book sh- bookshelf, like slicing the pie. Uh, in this he case- has- yeah, like as he's doing that, Nobi would like standing leap up on two cats back to uh, 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 <laughs> position. I don't know if this is uh, like an earnest like confrontation or just playing along. Like when you know when you see a kid and they you know do finger guns at each other, like <laughs> oh you got me. Um, but uh, you know Hale plays along. Uh, he has uh, two items with him um, that he was you know like looking in books, researching. One is appears to be a telescoping baton. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. if you push on, it can, go, it can get bigger and smaller. It's mm-hmm. like black metal. Uh, and the other thing he has is a paintbrush. So those are the two items you see he has as you come inside the library. And, you know, Nobi and Cat start <laughs> saying, like, you know, draw high noon. <laughs> and it's just like you're facing off. Okay, I see that the rest of the Moist Watch doesn't have my back at all. Cool, guys. Why are you reporting this to the governor? The governor is moist. <laughs> hey, hey, knock. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. But I have to fight every single problem and don't be a knock. <laughs> this library ain't big enough for the two of us. Three of us. Go fight outside if you have to. Think of the books. <laughs> There's really nice cookery books in here. And a really good pun book that I've been stealing all of the food puns from. Those are those are some interesting items you have on hand there, Hale. Well, thanks. Uh, I think Hale holsters the baton in one uh, jean loop and uh, the paintbrush in the other. like Skirt loop. Like a gunslinger, you know, doing a twirl and holstering two guns uh, and says, uh, yeah, I'm just doing some research. These things seem awful interesting. Uh, how's uh, how's the stuff I gave you so far holding up? Uh, well, the book that you lent us got a lot of use, extensive use by the genius. I believe Shoko has it now, huh? I saw her at the party. She's re- she was reading it. Mm. Yes, Shogo does have their hands on it now. I think the genius might have trusted it to them during everything that they went through. Well, how can I help y'all today? You just uh, showing uh, the new moist watchers around? I mean, they live here. Y'all should know what what the fuck it is. You know, we're on a case. Yeah, we're. 
We're looking for a real big rock with glowing symbols on it. So you're just you just fully lay it out. Yeah. Yeah. Ozzy. Uh, yeah. Ozzy has no reason to be like evasive about things with Hale. Uh, under Ozzy b- believes that he's just you know bros with Hale. He doesn't know if Hale like doesn't trust him or not. You know I don't know. <laughs> so <Ozzy's- laughs> you don't know how how everyone has a secret uh, distrust of you that's spreading throughout the community, poisoning every relationship you thought you had. <laughs> if if Hale's hiding the big rock. What are they gonna do? Sneak it out the front door without us noticing? <laughs> just, just rolling it. It's like, don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my different glowing rock. This, this, this is a this is a giant it's a giant jawbreaker. You know, look, look, it's just a jawbreaker. I'm just I'm just really feeling the urge, the urge <laughs> to suck. You know. No, you just want to make the I, the episode title "Urge to Suck." Fuck you. <laughs> hey, first and foremost, no, but 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 secondly, what if, huh? Huh? You know. Cat yeah. <laughs> cat quietly says to, or quietly as huge lion can say to slime, um, "I'm not a narc, mother." I know. I raced better than that. I won't narc on you to the governor. There's nothing to narc, right? Right. <laughs> Good cat. I'm proud of you for making friends. Don't eat it. <laughs> uh, so if you describe the Akashic Stone to Hale, Hale says, oh, yeah, I heard about that. You know, um, before the the whole world got exploded downstairs at the bottom of the mountain and all, there was a lot of things like that. They were called, uh, I think it was like solid snake drives, where you had a bunch <laughs> of information from a, a culture. You could save it all in one thing, and then you could share it with people. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> so, 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 Ozzy taps his forehead and says, "You mean infinite knowledge?" Uh-huh. Metal Gear. Oh, Colonel, uh, this is a. Oh, wow, that was good. <laughs> this is solid, Ozzy. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, you wanted me to do that for Roland's voice in season three. I'll let you know. <laughs> that is what, we, and I could, I didn't want to commit to it, but now I probably could. Anyways, so, uh, does Hale have anything that could help us track this thing down, or would they, by any chance, happen to have seen anyone rolling one into town? <laughs> well, now I would have told y'all if I had seen a suspicious rock stealer. So you know, you'll be the, you're the first one I get in contact with. Um, but I, I, let me check here. Um, Hale walks over to, there's a bunch of ladders that, you know, are, um, you can push down the bookshelves mm-hmm. to reach the top shelves. And he's like pushing it, uh, looking through the different books and you just, <laughs> just follow him down on a journey through the, the library as he's trying to figure out where to, where to, you know, get the book he's looking for. Uh, he finally finds a section and goes to climb up the ladder. He does, he does wear, uh, he's wearing a dress. So I think he, he's like, you know, modestly like holding it to his leg. So you, mm-hmm. he doesn't just let you look up his big <laughs> dragon dress. Um, as he goes up to the top of the, the bookshelf, grabs a big tome, brings it back down, uh, flips through it and says, um, yeah, I think it might be kind of dangerous to just be grabbing on this. Uh, it's a lot of information. It comes all into your brain at once. Mm-hmm. Might, you know, pop something. So that's something to be on the lookout for. I don't know if you want to just be grabbing it if you find it. We do have... I could grab it. We, we, we do have a means of transporting, I believe. It will make a lot of noise, but I do believe we have something that can help transport without us directly touching it. 
I'd be fine. I'm the reincarnation of a sheep god. Oh, well, we're getting so much backstory on you today. No, this is a good time to bring up that nobody fully believes what um, Philippa told. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, Neil. Ne- well, this ne- could be a Tulpa situation. Neelith has completely forgotten that previous conversation and assumes that this is a very real uh, admittance. <laughs> uh, l- 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 I believe Ozzy was told about this, uh, and and then just looks at Nobi for a beat. Nobi stares back, and then Ozzy just yep. looks back to Hale. It's like, but we do have a possibly a way of transporting it. We have a something from the genius that could transport it. An item like that around, but it does make me wonder who could have transported it without it impacting them. You you didn't give someone like a a cool artifact that lets them lift big magic rocks without anyone knowing. <laughs> nah, I just mostly give you all the artifacts. You know, you and the genius. Who, uh, I mean, we were all at the big trial. You saw the. The stuff that ended up with the flumps. That's on, that's on me, you know? In hindsight, probably shouldn't have let him have the screaming sword and the slingshot, but you know, it's all water under the bridge. Y'all met Basil? <laughs> He's nice. Did you give anyone uh, oven gloves? <laughs> yeah, but that's completely unrelated. It was a, it was a birthday gift. Who, who did you give oven gloves to? Well, Venta, Venta is mo- most most gifts to Venta are in the form of gloves, you know, because he only got them feet. Partner. Yes. Write down Venta, top suspect. <laughs> hey, you don't you don't get to unilaterally decide who's the top suspect. You, we we are longer term moist watch members here. These are our private notes between me and my partner. <laughs> Worry not, Cat seeks revenge for alternative motives. Let them for revenge. <laughs> right, right now it seems like we have two teams going. We got Team Moist Watch and Team Maybe, Maybe Knock, pretending you're in charge. Team, we're the dream team. Let our pets play. Ozzy's rubbing his head where the slingshot hit him. I think twice uh, um, when the mention of Basil was is brought up, and he will mention to Hale, I was there when Basil was brought into existence. Yeah, it's interesting that you say you rub your head because you also got concussed by a drill. And so I think uh, Hale says, you know, uh, not to pry into your business, but I, we were just kind of talking about, you know, the rock exploding your head if you touch it. And your head is all like half exploded. So if y'all want to go talk to Venta, you might want to ask him about, uh, you know, concussion stuff because he is the doctor in the town. That is true. And I haven't visited for for my haircut either, so I might be able to take care of both problems at the same time while we get a chance to talk with Venta. I've been thinking about this because I know Skitch and I are both fans of American football where, uh, you know, one of the big issues people talk about is Mm -hmm. traumatic head injuries, and I I don't know how interested you are in exploring this consequence as part of your character or if you just want to ask the doctor to make it go away, but something on the table to think about. Uh, oh, I, I'm not necessarily opposed to exploring. I mean, part I mean, I, that's why the whole like concentration issue comes into play, but I'm pretty sure there's other, I mean, one of the added benefits, uh, benefits, one of the added consequences of, I think him probably being developing some concussion could be 
um i'm trying to think of the other things are like what memory related issues possibly um headaches um yeah so i think venta is definitely the person to go to next both because uh your head injury and just because if you're going to touch the akashic stone you're going to need gloves and venta has all the gloves in town mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess marino is also a source of gloves there's always options in in season eight grendel you never are, you never have to do what i want you to do uh <laughs> but i think hale also uh asks if you are interested in either of the items he has uh the the baton or the paintbrush both of them are magical and he is experimenting with them um what do they do <sighs> yeah um yeah go ahead go ahead and ask Aze is still just nursing his headache what 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 what, 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 what they both do well that's what i'm trying to figure out partner you know uh they're both clearly magical I've been trying to paint some stuff, and uh, when I paint, like, a, just, you know, uh, does, draws a little stick figure uh, uh, on a piece of paper, and the little stick figure, like, walks a couple of steps and then s- stops being animated. So, like, clearly something going on here, and uh, holds out the baton, and, you know, it telescopes out, goes to, like, a full uh, weapon length, and uh, there's, like, a whirring sound from inside of it. Like something, you know, it has some kind of potential. And he's like, I, I ain't quite cracked it yet, but... Uh, I'm I'm worried that the baton might be a taser or a stun rod or something. <laughs> uh, uh, part, part, of me, part of me was thinking the baton was going to hit Aze in the face when it got extended out. <laughs> <laughs> I would like the paintbrush. I want to make art for my friends. You, I, you beat me to it. I was mid-saying I would like the paintbrush. <laughs> I want to make beautiful pictures for all of my friends and my mother. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously, uh, Kat can attack with uh, Claws as a barbarian, but I also do like the uh, Koromaru from Persona or the Rapide from <laughs> Tails, kind mm-hmm. of d- dog with a weapon in his mouth energy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sith vibes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want the, the paintbrush, uh, uh, Hale will put it in your mouth, cat, and you can hold it. And it's a big, it's pretty big. Uh, it's got, uh, I mean, it's your item if you want to describe it. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, sure. It's just, in that case, it's a, just a big, a big paintbrush. I don't know, uh, like a, a, a wooden, uh, handle, the kind of elliptical kind of rounded ends and, uh, very like Disney kind of swoosh of a brush, I think is how I'm picturing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and Nobi would be like, "You fool! We should have taken the baton. We are yeah, Neil, <laughs> Neelith's taking the baton now. If Neelith can't have the paintbrush, Neelith wants the baton. Neelith wants Fuck. something. <laughs> Neelith feels inadequate. There's new people in the team. Well, hold on, partner. I still need something to research. You can pick time next time. Maybe visit during downtime. Think about your choices. <laughs> I have made good choices. I asked what they were first. I was gonna." I was, I regret nothing. My choices were perfect. <laughs> you have done nothing wrong ever, and I know that. <laughs> I am going to paint you a beautiful picture, Mother. Thank you. I am touched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Animal painting. Okay, we're in the middle of a podcast. I can't be Googling animals painting. Aze <laughs> uh, will, will say as a parting word to Hale, just uh, once again, thank you for... Uh, everything hail um drip sends their regards you should probably uh hang out with them more when you have the chance we had a ride scheduled today but it's too fucking cold out you know so we're gonna reschedule that one we're gonna go jump over some fences we got a routine we're working on mm-hmm. I, I i can 
hear it when you two are working on your routines. It's very boisterous. Oh, yeah. But, you know, them's the brakes being cold-blooded. You know, I got a breath weapon. That's pretty tight. But I also cannot go outside or I will die. Quite. <laughs> well, stay, wa- stay warm, Hale. And if we find anything of interest about the brush, we'll be sure to let you know. And also we're watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's incredible. All right, so next episode, the party is going to visit Venta, the barber surgeon. Let's end this with uh, Philippa. Uh, Philippa, heck, what are you? Uh, what are you doing? What's your uh, first day on the job kind of look like? Well, the first thing Philippa would do uh, is check the suggestions box. That's the first thing of the day. Okay, yeah, I'm just I just pulled up my list of NPCs and I'm just thinking what they would all want. Uh, Potter has suggested that Moistwatch uh, HQ be moved to the Dogberry to be kind of a chill hangout spot. Um, <laughs> uh, Hale has suggested more of the town's funds be reallocated uh, re- so that he can buy more artifacts from travelers. Uh, Venta wants a, a permanent uh, bridge over the Tarn so that people can uh, visit the barbershop no matter the weather. Uh, Pastor Very wants the official religion of Grendel to be recognized as the Trinity. Uh, <laughs> Go- Governor Gigi's just left a note that says, good luck, happy face. <laughs> Slime can fix the bridge. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a thing. That's it. This, this, we're, we're just doing real municipal work now, and now we're playing SimCity. That's City. what I'm saying. <laughs> you got a useful set of skills to help the community. Um, Do not neglect the bridges. You will regret this. So so Philippa would definitely sort, like, some, like construction suggestions into, like, a pile that's sort of, like, for slime, because slime can, like, construct things really, like, quickly with magic. Um, mm-hmm. And... Then spend a, probably an hour uh, penning a letter to Pastor Very, politely declining to make the <laughs> um, town religion the Trinity um, without a a petition from the majority of the town, um, and then uh, I think she would she would edict she she would uh, mandate that the new uh, HQ of the Moist Watch is the Dogberry because that does because it's a it's a free and decisive seeming move um, mm-hmm. and then having uh, taken the citizens' suggestions very seriously I think she would um, have gotten whatever like resources on governance that she could get from Goodfellows University. And she spends, like, a, a a good portion of the rest of the day, like, reading up on sort of uh, gubernatorial theory, I guess. Yeah, so you spend the day uh, after your official duties researching, reading, brushing up. And as you, you know, pace around the governor's lodge, you make yourself, you know, some cocoa for your reading. Uh, you straighten up a little from the party. And I think at a certain point you pass by a window. In fact, the window that <laughs> the genius smashed during their failed uh, <laughs> box adventure. Um, and you look out and you see the egregore of Grendel uh, standing vigil over the town. Uh, you see it has uh, Hale's tail. It has uh, Governor Gigi's uh, horns. It has uh, Shoko's ears. It has Marina's forearms. It has uh, Farmer Applewhite's rake. <laughs> Uh, and you see on its back, it has both the beautiful feathered green wings 
of Barber Surgeon Venta and the Snow White Wings of a Owl Aracocra. Aww. I love it. I think that Philippa would look out the window at that and like take a sort of quiet sigh and uh, a long sip of the cocoa and, and reflect uh, on uh, everything that's brought her to this this place right now. Because she's been thinking a lot about what she has to do. And so maybe this is just one moment where she's kind of like thinking about how she got here instead. I like that Philippa's like speed running life and accomplishments because they have a shorter lifespan. <laughs> it's cool. Where it's like, okay, now they join the Moist Watch. Now they're the mayor. Now they're making big changes. Like it's instant. <laughs> She's just one of those girls. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's just. <laughs> Swallowed in their coats With scars of red tied round their throats To keep their little heads From falling in the snow And I turn round And there you go And Michael you would fall And turn the white snow red And strawberries in the summertime